people of the world, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Gap with Gwen podcast. This is a bonus episode about I May Destroy You, episode seven, entitled Happy Animals. And we have my homegirls, Miss Trinity and Jay, social distancing. Hey, ladies, how are you? Hello. So far, so good. Hey, everybody. All right, ladies. So, yeah, so this is a this is a big episode. All right, big things, as they would say. Okay, mercy. Yeah, still on that from last week. (laughs) Ding, 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 (laughs) ding, ding, ding. You know. Ay, ay, ay. So, kick it off. What happens? Where do we start? We start in the outdoor market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The three amigos. Are out there in the streets. Go ahead, Jay. Three amigos out there. Um, they're trying on different um, random stuff, like a birthday banner for Terry. So it's apparently her birthday. Um, they come across wigs and all sorts of stuff. Is this a new wig for Bella? It is okay. a new wig. Listen, we started yeah. on the wig count. We start off the top. <laughs> it's Here back up again. Is this a bad wig, though? Is it a bad one? Because it's a bad wig count now. And I think this is a very good looking wig. I I think it's good looking among bad, want bad. It's the best looking amongst, best of the bad. Thank you. Thank you. It's still a bad wig. It's still a bad wig. It's just better than the other ones that were worse. So hold on. Where's my wig count? Damn it. That's the thing. Is it eight? I believe we're at eight. Okay. So hold on, you guys. We got to recap the wig count. This is not eight and a half. It's, it's, it it's should a not be wig. a full count. It's a not full count wig. Why not? Not for because it's not that bad. It's really good, guys. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Why do you say it's good? It's a good wig. I think it looks great. No, it's the wow. best conditioned wig they have. Me one, and Jay are on seven, the same It's the page. best conditioned wig. Yeah, Whatever, but it's... y'all. No, I'm giving no, it a half is... count. Mm mm. <laughs> All right. No. Did you find this the list, like, Gwen? This is not. This is like not having sex in years, and then you finally have sex, and it's like, well, this will do. But it's really weak sex you're having. So <laughs> <laughs> your comparison is just off. All right. I agree. It's- if you could look at it and see that it's obviously a wig, which we can look at it and see it's obviously a wig, it's not good. I actually prefer um, Terry's wig over Bella's wig. In this episode, but this is she has what? on the same wig she didn't have on a new one. It's the old yeah. one. And let that be a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Yo, the shade right now. So listen, this is listen. So you guys, I don't need to recount the wigs. If you guys want to see like where we were on the latest count, episode five is where we were up to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, episode six, we didn't add any because that was the throwback episode to 2004. They didn't have any wigs on in that episode. So now in seven, back to the present time at this market, to me, I wrote down, let me read my notes. Bella is in a long black Halloween party city Elvira wig for the old niggas. That's mm-hmm. what I wrote. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you don't know. Even what else- it is not. No, you mean Morticia because Elvira had the had the snooky bump. So you mean Morticia from like Adam's family. Okay, fine. Morticia. That was just straight. Yeah. Fine. So fine. Morticia wig. Fine. But it's still a Morticia wig. 
So it's making the cuts. <laughs> It mm-hmm. listen. It looks better in the episode later on, but here, especially no, 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 no. This looks like it was just slapped on from Party City aisle ten, and that's yeah. it. You know, yeah, and the worst. they had the audacity to be looking at a green wig. I said, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> but that scene, thing. that scene only lasted half a second. It's the next scene where in there in the grocery store, um, mm-hmm. which made me think back to the the scene before that we were talking about the market scene to say, I wonder who was paying for what when they were in the market. Cause we're in, when they're in the grocery store. Um, but hold up, you can't get those so far. Stuff happens before we get to that. So yeah, we get to Terry, sister- Terry yeah. thinks she sees um, Simon. Right. And she says, Oh, I, you know, I need to get something. And she leaves um, Kwame and Bella to go load up the, um, the stuff on the conveyor belt. In, in checkout and she follows this guy who who from his profile he looks like Simon and then she gets a better look it's not Simon and, but she's hiding as she's trying to find this guy that that passed her in one of the aisles so I'm thinking either you're gonna outright just approach Simon or you're not gonna you're gonna try to get Bella out of the store completely but this whole um hide and go seek thing i didn't get it at all so she sees it's not him she comes back to the checkout um all the stuff is rung up and um before it gets rung up bella and um and kwame are getting text messages and kwame's text messages you know show me a picture mm-hmm. of your ass and he ignores mm-hmm. it so then bella's text messages are oh you know i've had assault and i need a lawyer what should i do so people are sliding in her DMs or retweeting or posting. I don't know what they're doing, but she's getting bombarded with people asking her for advice on assault. So she's still popular. She's still, um, uh, I don't know what they call it. Trending, I guess. Trending, thank you. And when they get to, when they get to checkout, here comes, here comes the, um, the doozy. <laughs> the credit card doesn't go through. Oh well, when when she when the person says the total is this, Terry is. I think it was seventy one and change. Yeah, Terry is right across from her. Doesn't budge. It's her birthday, so I'm not gonna judge her too much for that. Kwame doesn't budge, and Bella takes out her card. So then she slides it once. It doesn't work. She says the the woman says slide it again. She slides it again, and um and she said, um, can I get your picture? Or something like that, and then take like a she, selfie. Yeah. yeah, they get selfie, a selfie, yeah. and then when after she gets the selfie, she said, "Your card's declined. You're gonna have to take everything off the conveyor belt and put it back." <laughs> so she, it's like after she gets her selfie, she throws Bella that mm-hmm. L, and um, and I guess they put it back, and then it goes to the scene where Bella is reading her, her, her short poem or not poem but so before we go there i so in terms of them standing at the aisle and not taking out anything we've only seen bella pay for everything up until this point in Mm -hmm. italy and everything she's been paying she's been sugar mama the whole time Mm -hmm. so this means that they're expecting this behavior because that's what she's always done but you know times is rough baby okay Mm -hmm. so (laughs) she gets declined and that's that. Now, in terms of the kind of hide and go seek in the supermarket, 
I think she was trying to see, you know, she wanted to see where he was. I think she was going to try to say something to him if she saw Simon. But when she realized it wasn't him, she went back, right? But she didn't want to draw too much attention to him because she didn't want to trigger Bella. So, I mean, I think I got it. And then Bella don't got no money. And so, but I'm like, but don't you know you don't have any money? How no, do you, you expect question? Bella okay, to know right. that she ain't got no money? You're right. You're right. You're right. Bella. Maybe Bella, maybe Bella was in the market paying for all this stuff in whatever flea market they were in a second ago, and maybe, maybe all those little things added up. She lost track. No, I think Trinity's right. This is Bella. Like, what? What? My needs to lower my expectations. She's not keeping track. <laughs> exactly. She's not. Let's just lower expectations. Okay. So she gets her face cracked at the aisle. And that's at the supermarket. And then we see them with the book people. <laughs> and then her reading an excerpt here. So you guys want to kind of talk her editors. about editors. Yeah. Um, that was a great what she read about. Is she, um, should she put down the torch of being black and and that the weight that comes with it and take up the torch of being a woman and the weight that comes with that um you know is she denying one to emphasize another and and she talked Mm -hmm. about her assault in there it i'm doing it total injustice it's worth a, a listen um if it were posted somewhere else it would be phenomenal not just in this in this um TV series, excellent poem, and the response from from the the editors are oh, um, great. Did how about how about what you're contracted for? How about that piece? So they're not they're not motive, they're not moved. And Bella even cried when she read it. Well, it was very existential. I cried. I felt I felt it was very existential. Like you know she's. It was a more mature voice, I think, Mm -hmm. because if we go back to the first episode to, you know, a couple of those bad wigs who were fans, they were reciting things from it. And it was, you know, more tongue in cheek, like a Twitter novel. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that deep. Mm -hmm. So to me, she's matured a lot through this experience and that writing was very profound. But we have to acknowledge and this... Didn't I say this, girl? I said that we had a whole diatribe in the last in, in episode five. I was like, this is business, right? So these people care about their business and the contract. And so they don't care about her newfound woman wokeness. They want the key key and whatever she was writing before. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. And well, um, I forget what the, what the female editor's name is. But yeah, very not happy about it. And what did she say? I guess, um, is this where Bella then asks them um, where the money is? And I was, mm-hmm. she's like, where's the money? And I'm like, that's mad direct. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they said, hey, it's with Henny House. So Bella's like, oh, with Susie? All right. Mm-hmm. And this is when she dips out. Um, and I think she goes straight to straight to the offices mm-hmm. at this point. Um, so, oh, this cracked up so as she's i think it's as she's heading into the elevator she gets a notification on her phone and she checks it and it's that picture that um you were talking about jay with the cashier and i think it had like a caption something about her card being declined so the you shade. Know, always being put on blast because she's a little you know d-list celebrity now mm-hmm. 
So, um, so she ends up uh, in the office, in Susie's office, without an appointment. So I guess Susie must really like her. Um, and she mentions, Bella mentions to Susie that, you know, she started writing the book about the rape. And Susie seemed pleased. She didn't seem upset. She wasn't like, oh, that's not the topic. So it seems the editors and Susie are on two totally different wavelengths when it comes to Bella. You already know how I feel about this from episode five. <laughs> you already know how I feel about this from episode five. And I'm going to add that I forgot a wig, which was Susie's wig. Okay. Oh, yes. So we're adding her now. Love I it. probably should have added her before. But Susie is now bad wig number 10. Okay. Damn. So we, we have, we're upping the count here in episode seven. We have two the blonde Morticia wig and we have Susie's wig. You know, I'm a bit, anyone who follows me on Instagram, any other episodes I say all the time, listen, I have an HNIC episode everyone should listen to. That's not about this, but it's just in general about black people in power, especially in different business settings, all skin folk and kin folk. So Susie, she needs to show and prove to me and I haven't seen it yet. That she's about this uh, new topic, new subject matter. That she's such a supporter, okay? Mm. Hmm. All right. All right. So one thing that bothered me, though, is that so the woman had like pomegranate seeds. I was so disgusted. Me too. (laughs) But Bella is nasty. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bella is nasty. And the woman had like a spoon. spoon there. That she had a spoon. And Bella's putting her dirty hand in there just putting her <laughs> dirty hands in the pomegranate, the pomegranate. It just, it's it's not like it's like a, a, a bowl of m&ms right where it's dry and it's fine pomegranate seeds are wet you're putting your dirty hands in the wet pomegranate seeds. somebody else is gonna come and eat that like i was disgusted i was like bella and she's doing it absent-mindedly she doesn't even realize yo bella's a trip i love her but i can't hey i was grossed out um, you know, yeah, uh, but yeah, Bella's nasty. Bella's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> She's nasty. She the same one that picked up that somebody threw a condom on her bedroom floor. She picks it up, drops it back down, and touches her face, and it's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, my thing is, nigga, you left this thing on my floor. That's Who's a condom. Wait, I missed this. What episode was Zane's. this? Zane. That's when Zane pulled the condom ah, off and, okay. and tossed it on the floor. And then when she realized when when he told her what she what he did, mm-hmm. she picked it up and looked at it in disbelief. And then well, tossed look, it I right back on the floor too, and touched her I'm face. I'm expecting that. But, anyway, yeah. but I did too many nastiness. I mean, the whole how many how many times is she gonna wear the same bra? Let's let's go. We we don't have time for that. But well, I also got see the bra confused me in the timing because I said that in episode. Five when she woke up with Zane, I said, "Well, was this the next morning, or is this after some time?" Because she had on the same bra, so I couldn't tell where, how far along. Like, was it from the same night from before where he he stealth her, or is it that she wears the same bra all the time? So we just can't tell what time it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably the second. You're right. You're probably right. <laughs> Bella has two laundry. But um, well... so back to this Penny. It's Penny, right? Mm-hmm. Susie. Susie. Penny. Henny House. So Susie yeah. seems Okay, we say so it's, it's Susie Henny. It's not Penny. It's Susie Henny. <laughs> but Henny House, okay. the publishing company. You got that. Okay. So boss lady, she said she seems excited when she said, Oh yes, you're gonna talk about the rape. And it's like, 
She yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she seemed about it. I'm like, what's it? all this chipper thing about it? You know, it's like, oh yes, not not any kind of, you know, oh yes, you're gonna talk about that. She seemed excited, and and uh, and then when it came to her contract, she said, mm, but we do have this contract thing, don't we? So well, no. Well, Bella, Bella asked for it in advance, right? That's why mm-hmm. she came here. So she yeah. asked her for the advance, and Susie's like, oh, they haven't paid you. <laughs> the the contractual quarter. So it seems you get 25% up front and then you don't get that other 75 until they've got the goods. And, and then, they gave her that money last year, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Susie's like, contracts are tricky. You know, they're, <laughs> you know, cause they're things we've agreed to. Like y'all listen. And it's true what? though. Look, I mean, look, she's had this thing for a year. She should have finished the book by now. Let's true. be real. True. Before any of the rapes or anything like this, she should have finished that book and she'd have had her money. So this is on Bella's, you know, poor time management skills. That's true, because they were hounding her when she came back from Italy in the first episode about the book, which is, yeah. Right. So that's And they true. funded that trip. True. It's not like, you know, she went there on her own dime. True. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. So very fair point. So... She goes and basically gets her face cracked by Susie, who, you know, seems like a friendly <laughs> Negro, but, you know, we'll see. And then we next thing we see, they're in Happy the happy Animal's office, I guess. Yeah. And it's Theo yes. and Bella. Yeah. So she must have hit up uh, Theo asking for some type of connect to get some some work. And Theo came through, it would appear. We find out what is Happy Animal's, right? So it's a vegan grocery company. Mm-hmm. And then um, a white and... guy comes over. Well, before that, though, that I noted, um, Theo did hand Bella, you know, a little stack of cash to help her out for um, getting stuff for the party. So, I didn't notice know. that, but that that is referenced. So got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's when that happened. So it's like, all right, Theo coming through you gave her a connect for a little job you hitting her up with some cash to, mm-hmm. to do what she gotta do she doesn't have to do any of that true but you yeah, know she's bella trying to help a girl s- out yeah and bella even said no no and theo insisted she said um they give me a little something for referring people and that's when bella accepted it so mm-hmm. bella is so gracious on it she's a good person she's not graceful she's just gracious <laughs> <laughs> that's true. good point very good point <laughs> Um, so I think it's at this point that um, the founder of Happy Animals ends up uh, breaking it down to Bella, like what the company's about. And he's, you know, on this white savior mission nonsense talking about, oh, he learned about climate, climate change and you've got to combat it. And in order to do so, you have to save the animals. So this is why I put together this company. So that way, if people want vegan food, they come to us and, you know, it's like a vegan like hello fresh or whatever what what are the what are the grocery ones that people use yeah blue apron yeah fresh yeah, direct things like in new york that. fresh direct there we go just like that um and so he then propositions bella and says if she'd rather be an influencer for the company which would mean double pay and he'd be giving her some cash up front and you know bella seemed a bit taken aback like i don't really want to do it but she wants the money mm-hmm. so she she agreed and then they start taking pictures of her and she puts on merch and they're like, hmm, would you like to do a video? 
Mm. she's like okay but like the energy to me is clearly sus like you don't know what it is at this time but it's suspect like this girl you don't know boo about her you've never seen her and you she walks in the door and you're like can you be my influencer like come on like they must know she was trending um right that's what we're supposed to assume i guess that's what Mm -hmm. we assume right and like okay you know she's trending so put her in there and then this is when you see it cut back to Theo and there's a screen about data and race and conspicuous consumption. And And you kind of see Theo's kind of like looking over at Bella filming all of this content with, you know, a very interesting look on her face. Like she doesn't look like, Hey, this is cool. Like she's getting all this attention. It's like something shady is definitely afoot here. You see, that's what you call green dollar signs in the eyeballs. Okay. Cha-ching. Okay. So, and, and listen, I have my notes here. Y'all know Theo has been unscrupulous since she was a child. So, <laughs> hello. Will you hold her past against her, Gwen, forever? Yes. No, damn. <laughs> Jay's holding nothing back. I, okay. unless, unless proven otherwise, show and prove. That's all I'm always going to tell you, show and prove. Well, she does have some semblance of a heart, right? Because she did hit her up with some cash. So I'm like, all right, she seems like a decent person. She didn't have to give her the cash. She hit her up with some cat. You already got her a job. What are you giving her money for? Well, I missed that part, but sure. Okay. Y'all tell me this you know, happened, so I saw it. But, okay. all right. I'm telling you, I saw it. Okay. Um, and so, here is where we have the scene that set me off. I had to turn it off. Ooh. I had to take a walk because <laughs> I was pissed. All right. I wanted to reach through my TV and snatch this brought up, but... We gonna learn some things. Well, well let, let's walk so through we, it, and I want us to get cut, the wording yeah. correct, okay? Because I'm gonna have the notes, because I, I want tried. us to be very clear about who said what, so we're very clear about what happened. But this is some very he said she said business going on. Mm-hmm. All right, but we cut to Terry. She is with Simon. We see them sitting on a bench. We learn that he is outside of his job. He's on a break. All right. And so Terry is now interrogating Simon, asking him if he was in the market today. Okay. He says, nah, couldn't have been me. Fine. She then mentions that it's her birthday. Okay. And she wanted to ensure that he does not show up at the party because he must have seen the Facebook event or whatever. So he can't be seen at the party. He can't be seen around Bella okay it turns out from what he's saying to her that this is not the first time that she's tried to keep him away from Bella under this guise that it's for her self-care and you know he'll be a trigger for her all right yeah so he's like he's like you don't have to keep showing up my workplace Mm -hmm. how did you down so this is where I had big eye emojis I said excuse me Mm -hmm. right because she she mentioned something um about it and so he he then questions her and he's like well you're saying that bella needs to avoid friends who don't affirm and comfort her okay but he's like you are the one that allowed me to leave her and so he now drops this bomb that how is he being labeled the bad guy for leaving Bella that night that she got assaulted the first time when he reached out to her and got her approval. And so here's where Terry reenacts the phone call she got from Simon. 
do you want to give this Gwen? Did you get it verbatim? I tried to get it verbatim, but I, I, I think I got it close to verbatim. Okay. Okay. So she, so at this point, he you know, Simon says, you know, it doesn't matter that I got your approval to leave her. And so Terry's response, she starts to imitate him. She's mm-hmm. like, yo, Terry, Arabella's twisted. And I really need to go bang my mistress. What do I do? Yes. Okay. And then Simon says he can't verify those words. Those were his mm-hmm. words because he was under the influence of tequila and class A drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Terry said Simon put her in a difficult position. She wasn't there and she didn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. So then Simon replied, well, instead of just saying you don't know, you said leave her. This is what she does. This is what she does. So Terry immediately, so yeah, so, so I just want to, Terry immediately denies it and said, that's not how I said it. Simon said, that's exactly what you said, because you were sober when you said it. Touche, nigga. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Terry forced him to lie to Arabella the next day. Yes. And Terry says, what does the past have to do with Arabella's current state? Changing the subject. Okay. Mm, As always. Well, let's let's talk about that though, right? So the next day. So are we now as viewers supposed to link back and say, okay, this no, we're means... gonna we're we gonna talk about every line. Oh, we gonna do it? We're gonna okay, talk about good, every good, line. Good. So we're gonna let's just get through what they say. We're good. gonna go through yes. the whole story. Okay. okay? Run so it, Gwen. Run it. Terry says, what does the past have to do with Arabella's current state? Not addressing that he's like, You just told me you told me to lie to her, right? And Simon says he's trying to assess which one of them. Bella should be avoiding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. Hashtag facts. Okay. And Terry goes on a whole soapbox here. She's taking Bella to yoga. She's taking her to dance class. She's taking her to meditation. So she makes her feel good. Who else is doing that? She is mm-hmm. helping. Right. And he's like, all right, whatever. And he goes back. He's, and he goes off on his break. He goes back to work. Okay. Well, his break is done. Yeah, his he's like, done. I guess I'm going back to work after dealing with your dumbass. Mm-hmm. Random, so, random thing. He even, she even said she's um she got her into vaping, and he said vaping isn't is only good for the um the secondhand is is pleasing to the secondhand smoker, but it's not good for the body. So right. she thinks she's helping Bella in all these different mm-hmm. ways, but she ain't no helping Bella. She's just avoiding looking guilty. Yeah. And that, yeah, that was what that was the first thing when they first started talking was the vaping part, and that's mm-hmm. where she asked, that was before she asked him she saw him at the supermarket. So let's break down this whole scene because this whole thing is a revelation. Y'all thought twenty twenty was a revelation? This is a revelation, <laughs> okay? And I was vexed. Okay, the locusts are coming. All right, <laughs> because and I want to say Gwen has been telling y'all. That Terry ain't shit. And I told you I didn't feel good about this girl off rip because I have a good sense of character. And I'm telling you, I knew she was trifling and her nickname is Trifling Terry because I've been saying she was ta- trifling. Because mm-hmm. actually, but, I, ugh, anyway, let me not go on the side. Does this exchange slightly change your viewpoint on Simon? A Simon's little bit. He's still trash. He's still trash. Absolutely. Because why are you even calling somebody to ask them if you can leave your friend, your female mm-hmm. friend, 
who's wasted out of her mind. Fine. I don't think he called her, but, but you know what? I don't think he called her for that. I think he called her to come. To come get her. <laughs> he called her to come get her. Yeah. And she was like, nah, leave. Listen, the extent to which I can't stand Terry. And I already knew I didn't like Terry from the beginning. And I and, and this is the thing about friendships. For, and what my real takeaway from all this, and this is my advice to anybody else. A lot of time you think that someone is your friend because you've known them a long time. Mm-hmm. And you stay with people in your life because, oh, it's a long time. That is not a friendship make. All right. Mm-hmm. Friends need to be in your corner. Just because you know someone a long time, they could be dragging you a long time. And shit is toxic and you don't mm. know it. Absolutely. And so I was like, what the fuck? So Simon is still trying. Actually, what I started to question was, all right, well, he's saying he was drunk and he was on drugs. Was he drugged too? I feel like he might have been because you remember when we were talking about the scene where he's at the bank, right? And they get the call from him and he seems like he doesn't know what's going on. Like he also could not remember. Okay, that's what you said. But he just now confessed that Terry called him. So he already knew because Terry had already told him not to say anything. But he said, so this is my thing. Are we supposed to assume that when she told him that she was telling him not to tell her, was it when Bella was trying to get in contact with him when he was at work and he wasn't answering? And then we cut to him picking up for Terry. But that was, was in the it same during moment. that exchange. That was in that the we're same supposed moment. To it, that to me, she talked to him before that, because before that was then. after they had spoke. Okay. They had eaten food. Bella wasn't eating. They were walking down the street. She's calling him, and immediately, immediately as she is not picking up, Terry calls him and he picks up. Mm-hmm. So that means that before this breakfast, Terry had already Jesus. contacted him and said, lie, right? That's that's what it was. Because then Terry gave the phone to her and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I walked you home. Terry had already manipulated and orchestrated the shit before that breakfast. She knew about that shit the night wild. before. And this is to Jay's point. When you were like, when she calls the precinct, you know, when she was calling about going to the precinct and she like, yeah. where are you at home? Terry has, oh my, listen, listen. Terry mm-hmm. has known the whole fucking time and orchestrated this. And she did this after she left her in Italy. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, do we think that Terry is the one that got her back to the office? Because somehow Arabella needs to get back to the office to work. Do we think that maybe she somehow felt guilty and she is the one that got her back to the office? The next morning? Yeah. That would be that would be an insane amount of grime to really feign uh, ignorance to like what happened. But she's capable your friend, of your it. friend's forehead is bleeding, all this stuff, like I don't, I don't know. know. But we don't know. I don't know we what don't to know do what with happened Terry. at the ATM. We don't know how she got back to the to the job, but I hope Terry. I hope Terry didn't do. I, like, I think Terry's is you know trifling, but there's that's a that's above trife. Is to it come though? out later to come out later because you're like, well, you know what? A second thought. Let me go check on her, and then to see she's in such bad shape, and then to pretend like you didn't know. Oh, it, and that's part of why I blame Simon is because um, she said, I hit my head. And he said, are you okay? 
and and then okay, I appreciate him asking her in episode two if she's okay because she hit her head. It's just um, like if if you heard your fr- if you heard your friend, your associate, or something got raped the night, wouldn't he? Well, he didn't know that he, then. He didn't know that. He then. didn't know it, right? He didn't know that. He but like this that. makes this 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 fills in so many gaps. When Terry's calling him, I think he's sitting with his wife, and he ignores the call. And it's like, okay, like we see where this tension is coming from between these two. Yeah. But Terry's trash. Terry's a terrible human being. Awful. And Arabella has no idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she's so oblivious to everything. There's no way she's going to piece this together by herself. And, th- you know, so listen, y'all could have dragged Theo for being, you know, white girl tears. But to me, Terry's way more tripe to her own friend. Theo yeah. dragged a dude who was very disrespectful and, you know, that was all complicated and all types of shit. But this is supposed to be her best friend, blood of my blood, life of my life, all types of bullshit they saying mm-hmm. to each other. And what? Like Gwen says, all skinfolk ain't kinfolk. This is not her homie. Not, not at, at all. all. So, I mean, to put together, I'm just thinking that because you guys are making me think. So she calls her before they had the breakfast. She had known that she was twisted the night before. We do have a gap. How did she get to the office we don't know we still don't know that the extent, we don't know don't we don't know, know what this um scene at the atm her memory about the atm we don't know what that's about either yeah there's still so much about that night that it seems like simon didn't really know about the atm though i don't know it's hard he to had say. no clue about it now it makes sense it makes sense why he doesn't know so he went off with Alyssa. Mm-hmm. and he was herself also drugged yeah does he even know that she was drugged too? I'm so confused. <laughs> it's like so many more questions now. Yes, Not that it really matters, but I think, you know, was he even aware that it was that bad that two women got drugged that night? Well, we still have a gap because we haven't seen Bad Way Cat come back on the scene. Because <laughs> we, we know he was helpful. Yes, we know he was helpful, right? Because... Fem, doctor, not Femi, Detective Femi said that, or Funmi said that he gave the sample, right? Right. And D-Ray has been cooperative, which was, I was kind of sus, so he's been cooperative. The question is, like, what the hell happened, you know? He's messed up. He doesn't know. He left her. Terry left. Terry is so awful. You know, and after all that, she's giving Terry a job to seek in her book, all this. I mean, with friends like that, who needs enemies? And it's like, what is Terry doing? Terry ain't got no man. What are you doing? Go get your friend. True. Like, why why be like, oh, this is how she is? What do you... So if that is how your friend is, if your friend gets wasted out of her mind on a consistent basis, be there for her. You're not doing anything. You salty because you weren't invited out? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense for her to behave this badly to she's, her she's alleged very jealous, though. She's she very is. jealous because even she later in this episode, episode. She, she's jealous in general. And we even see her being very jealous in this episode, too. Mm-hmm. Territorial. Yeah. Um, even though she, she ain't shit and don't treat her friend like shit. I mean, I don't know where you go for, you know, and for her to go to the police and lie and all this. Like, you know, and I'm also wondering, OK, well, Simon, how much? how cooperative were you because you have to lie too because you need to lie and say that you didn't 
No, like either he's lying and saying that he dropped her off or he's going to tell the truth that I don't really know I left her. So mm-hmm. we don't know that, right? Because if Simon's cooperating, is he telling the truth that he left her or is he keeping up with the lie Terry told him to keep up with to the police? I would think he told the police the truth. I put nothing past these people. I think he told them enough of the truth to Gwen's point. Enough to give them as much information as he knew they'd need, but probably not all of it. Simon's still trash, but he's a little bit, the scale has tipped a little bit in the redemption column for him because he at least tried to get her help. So he was at least there to realize how far gone she was and tried to get her help. It's just he didn't follow through on sticking with her. No, he's still trash. I'm not giving him advice and left her there. No, No, he's still a trash human being. But Terry's like way worse. Oh, Terry's awful. She's the devil. Terry's the devil. (laughs) The devil. (laughs) So, Terry is the absolute devil. And that's the worst kind of devil because Arabella doesn't know it. She's blind. This is like when a woman is like married and then they find out that their husband is like some abuser and a rapist and a killer. And they're like, what? I didn't know. It's not always say how you didn't know. Mm-hmm. But look, some Sleep people are oblivious. Enemy. Yeah. yeah. Not like they're sleeping yeah. together, but you know, they're close. Yeah, they're close. She is sleeping with the enemy. Like, you know, right under your best friend, your confidant. You're giving her these opportunities, all this stuff. And she fed you to the wolves and lied about it. And then she's turning around, patting herself on the back. I'm I'm making her feel good. Bitch, you didn't. Oh, listen. She mm. can talk to me. It's all guilt. If you weren't guilty, you would not be there for her right now. If Simon had never called her and told her about, like, that Bella was drunk, on, wasted out of her mind... And she didn't feel guilty about allowing him to leave her. She wouldn't be sitting there going to yoga and meditation and all this dumb shit. She'd mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, go to your support group. I don't give a shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So, let's let's move on. Um, so, now um, the ladies are getting ready for the bashment at, uh, it looks like it's Bella's crib. Yeah, it is. That they're getting ready at. Um, she's getting her... Her bad wig, flat ironed, it looked like. Harry was flat ironed, <laughs> that was bad wig. <laughs> they have some very choice outfits on. Um, and uh, the guests arrive. Mm-hmm. And I like- in the kitchen mm-hmm. with Kwame at this point. Go ahead, Jay. I like Terry's dress, by the way. That orange dress? It was cute, but she sucks. I hate everything oh. about her, so I can't compliment anything. Okay. <laughs> So, sorry. I can't compliment anything because she's awful. Yeah. So, anyway, a light-skinned dude comes in. And he is fine. And his name is Jamal. He's very cute. Oh, my gosh. And Kwame pays him dust. He's clearly interested. But Kwame's like, mm, okay. He's, he's, he's paying completely not paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. And um, they ask him his I think it's Bella ba- that asks him? Yeah. Yeah. Bella asks him, and he says he's Greek and Egyptian. He looked black to me. No, no, sure. no, no, no. Ecuadorian. Half Ecuadorian and Egyptian. Oh, Ecuadorian Egyptian. Um, Ecuadorian. The Greek what is comes he? in later. What is he? Ecuadorian He's... Egyptian? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, oh, okay, this, I guess, I swear I got messed up mm-hmm, here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Kwame tells them he lost his virginity to two guys at one time. The two guys drove up. One was Greek and one was Egyptian. They barely <laughs> spoke. And it just sounded bad. I was like, so did you... 
get raped? Like, that's what I thought. I was like, so did you get raped? Like, what was going on? I that think there was like... consent. And he said, and he said right? it was dark. He said, he not dark as in um, the sun was set. It was dark as in it was a dark experience. Right. Hmm. It's a very weird right, way to lose your virginity. I would say, like, he said they didn't even speak to each other. They didn't exchange names. It's just get in the car. Let's do this. That's insane. But, yeah, you know, it, to me, it sounded like he was assaulted then myself, but okay. Yeah, because it didn't seem like they were young. It seemed like these were grown men mm-hmm. that pulled up on him, and he was young. So, I don't know. I don't know. But he, so he does like Egyptians, but this this Egyptian ain't for him right now. Because he's on a break. Right. But I, I want to say, say this. this. When they had this party, I was concerned about the bad wig count. Because I felt like <laughs> it would get too high and I didn't know if I could really keep up. But these are natural ladies. I didn't see any bad wigs. Oh, no, no. There's the there, girl. There's bad wigs there. There's bad wigs. Okay. Were there? I saw a lot of natural mm-hmm. styles. Oh, no, no, no. There were some bad wigs in the audience okay, in the party. Bad wigs, <laughs> bad braids. Yes. Um, but I'm not counting bad braids. So I'm going yeah. to do the wigs. Um, and because the other women aren't the characters, the main characters, like, I, you know, I don't know how to name them. And it was hard. So I casually peeped a, in a few additional bad wigs in the party. And yeah. so I can't really, you know, I'm going to have to give a rough count but anyway, we'll, we'll come back to that because I know one one I definitely will will do it. So okay, they have a cake. Terry has brings a cake, right? And she blows out the candles. Uh, Kwame brought it out, yeah. Mm-hmm. While she was doing the nene, everybody's singing. Do you remember what she, she makes said a here? Wish. Oh, oh, quiche, but I don't oh, know ki- what that. Oh, quiche. Oh, What does that mean? I think no it was clue. like okay, like okay, like Cardi B, like oh good. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm like just assuming that's what it meant. UK, African, Caribbean, okur. That's That was my so, interpretation. That's okay. what it seemed like to me. Um, we could okay. be wrong. If you happen to be from the UK and listen to this, comment and something and correct us. But did you hear what she said when her speech? Yeah, About she's how like. She messed up on auditions. Go ahead, mm-hmm. on, she, she skipped out on four out of five auditions or something <laughs> like that. And, and how it's like a tribute to Bella, the rest of it. Psh. So she said she had four auditions in five months mm-hmm. and has crumbled and chickened out from going into the room every single time. <laughs> so what the fuck is going on? But God has and blessed it's like her she's finances. Though. I don't get it. How do you have pride in that? I think she's probably a little bit drunk. But I'm like, wait, girl, what actress? What 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 is going on? <laughs> you have no acting career. You don't like it and they don't like you. So then how does she sustain herself, right? Who knows? Who knows? Who yeah, most knows? you know, struggling actors know. always have like a side hustle. But I thought it was weird. And then as she was talking, though, I'm I'm pretty sure that they're all African. They're none of them West Indian, because her intonation yeah. was very African. So Simon mm-hmm. again, I think I already said at the last episode. I actually take it back. I don't think Simon's Jamaican. I think they just used the Jamaican slang because they're in the UK. But I think the whole cast is supposed to be like of African descent. You know, oh. that's that's my impression. Yeah, agreed. And she says she loves Bella more than anything in the world. And they say something about, you know, death and birth and whatever bullshit. Whatever. Your death is my death. Your birth is my birth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If she Bella really kills you, girl. Knew, girl, you, you did. You in okay. danger, girl. For real. For real. Okay. 
And then a girl comes over who takes a photo of them. She definitely has a bad wig. And it was Elvira with the bump. Okay. (laughs) So she definitely had a bad wig. Identifiable. Let me add it here. House guest is number is wig number 11. Jesus. This count. This count is astronomical. 11 is house guest at party. I'm writing it down, you guys. And there were a couple in the background, but because they really didn't have scenes, I don't want to add them. But technically, you could do plus or minus two. So we're going to do a standard deviation for the wig count. Okay? We're going to do a statistical analysis, (laughs) and we're going to do plus or minus three. All right? For good measure. Okay, so you guys, we're going to do a standard deviation for those of you who took statistics class. Okay. And the bell curve. Yes. I'm going to get technical with my wig count. All right. All right, and then we see, do we see Bella eating chicken? Yes, so it's when the picture's being taken and Bella kind of has, she has chicken on her plate and so she ducks it behind her as she's taking the picture. And so this is when Terry calls out and she's like, did you really just hide your chicken? And Bella's like, yo, it's not on brand. I can't, I can't do it. (laughs) And this is when it comes to light to everybody else in the crew that she's working at Happy Animals. Cause you know, vegan things, climate things, we hear more things. Um, Climatia. I've never heard climatia. that word before. I've never heard that word before. Climatia. Oh my gosh. And she's like, yo, she's doing it for the money. So, you know what I mean? Like, what can you do? And I think this is when um, they start looking at all of her videos on the on the IG feed mm-hmm. for, for Happy Animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that now, so now it's the, it's the friend that came in with the cute, uh, half Egyptian dude that's talking about how just yesterday, one of the climateers showed up at his home talking about how he needs to get an electric car in order to save the planet. And he's like, no, I worked hard. He just bought a new Mercedes and he's not throwing that away for anybody. And he says that, of course, it's now that the white man comes chopping at the neck when the African is just beginning to swallow. And I thought that that was a very uh, interesting line and take on things, but he's not wrong. I had mixed feelings. I felt like this is a bunch of hoteps, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a hotep for sure. He's not like wrong in that statement. The statement's fine, but did you see he had on a green shirt that says monkey, monkey in, the jungle? in the jungle? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. It bothered me. Me too. He bothers me. His whole demeanor. This whole hotep, like, this was like the opposite of woke. I felt like he was like the opposite of woke. (laughs) He was like, why would I save the planet when I have a Mercedes? (laughs) That he worked hard for. My money. I get get his point, though. I get how, um, how it's up to after... Um, the white man destroys the planet. It's up to everybody to sacrifice now where he's just getting to enjoy meat, let's say, or his mm. Mercedes. Um, I don't support it. I just, I, I've, I've heard that argument before, actually. Okay. Uh, mm, I acknowledge the words he's saying mm-hmm. as being from the English language. However... <laughs> For me, hearing that, just I'm like, you know, actually, I don't want to mix up too many shows. There's, there's, there's a Netflix show, Black AF, 
that I don't like. I've actually spoken about it on this podcast on a different episode. Actually, you guys can watch this episode called Black AF in Colorado. And Black people do have an issue with consumerism. So for me, him feeling like I just arrived and I need my Mercedes. In the beginning of Black AF, I'll just give it just a little example. I remember the first episode. It's about like a, a wealthy Black man like family and they're waiting outside of an expensive restaurant for a valet and here comes like the black family has this souped up car like lamborghini with like the death doors all type of stuff and a man they're waiting outside with they speak he he recognized that the white man has more money than him and the man they pull up in like a volt like they pull up with a electric car like a prius mm-hmm. and so a lot of times, especially if you know people like in Silicon Valley and stuff like that, white people have mad money or not even say white people, like non-black people can have a lot of money and they don't necessarily need to show it off with mm-hmm. material things. And so even in, I can't remember who I was talking to, they were saying like, even when you're coming up as a black person and you finally make it, you have to fight the need to want to show it off. Because mm-hmm. we're starting from behind and generational wealth white people have and they don't have to flash it all the time. And not that you're trying to do what white people do, but for us to get what you're not like, why is our self-worth associated with flashy things? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why you yeah. see the rappers always go broke. The athletes go broke all the time because we want to keep up with the Joneses. So for me, yeah, the, the white man must up the world, blah, blah, blah. But like, Mercedes is that's not a flex to me and that's not a good thing like I heard it I was like yeah those are words in English but your argument's very flawed mm-hmm. personally I was like mm, people want to flex too much and for generational wealth and stuff like that you you can't be flexing you know real G's move in silence like hey, lasagna, lasagna. <laughs> yeah. I just I really couldn't understand how he could have those um, why, why he would have a, a monkey in the jungle shirt on. I mean, isn't that the H&M uh, thing that mm-hmm. had so much uproar the Was that the... Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. It was Hotep shit. So anyway, so, you know, Hotep in the monkey shirt talks just about white people and then Theo walks in when they're talking shit about white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry says she's tired of white people and that's and when who... Theo pops over. She's like, yeah, and... me too. And if this is... Um, Terry's birthday party. Why did Bella invite her? We learned that. Yeah, she but does mention but, it a little later. Because she gave but her Bella the money, also right? got no sense. Like yeah, we Bella know, Bella ain't got no sense. Bella's just nice. Bella's a nice human. She's like, yo, I'm throwing a party at my crib. Come through. She's gonna. Bella, she's that person to say that. Bella and she gave her the money. Get, but Bella happened to get money because she, because Theo put her onto that job, but. Theo didn't give her money for she did. this party. She did. She gave her she money did? for the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she oh. did. Oh, I missed it. In in that scene, in that scene where Bella shows up to to work, Theo hands her some money. Yeah, but I didn't know it was it. for the party. She says it later it on. Yeah. She says oh, later okay. on the episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how are you not gonna invite homegirl to come through? Like, you might as well. Maybe not homegirl, but like the girl to come through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, this is when, uh, so Bella goes to give Theo a hug and Terry ends up, you know, cutting her eyes. She walks out, she goes outside and Kwame's sitting out there by himself 
and people still are not noticing this man's behavior. This is driving me insane. It's like, that doesn't seem like Kwame. He seems like he would be kind of like in there vibing, hooking up with this Egyptian dude. Like something is clearly wrong and people still aren't noticing it yet. Um, but um, Terry says someone needs to tell her that black women don't do coke and apart from Arabella, don't get raped. So she has no business here. And I was just like, Woo! Girl. isn't this like a callous ass thing to say? Listen. Even if you're angry. Terry is I need a I need a word that's worse than trash like <laughs> she is an abomination mm. okay yeah. she is all that is wrong with the world like we talking about Karens we need to call Terry's now for the black ones because she is awful Woo. so true Woo. It's just so trifling ass true. Terry right. and so Kwame looks at her and is like and he just gets up and leaves Mm-hmm. And then yeah, light skin like, Jamal tries to push about. up on him again. So, okay, so we're saying look, Jamal is Jamal is Egyptian and Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian. He looks so black to me. Okay, <laughs> I was like, he looks so black. I mean, to Egyptians me. are you know have tans. They have they tans. It's, it's not black black. I mean, we had this debate about Middle Eastern boo. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But this one looks more black. This mm-hmm. one looks you know. I was like okay. Anyway. So Kwame just runs. He makes a run for it. So it's mm-hmm. like, forget it, dude. You ain't getting it. So he um, goes and this in the is, bedroom. Um, and no, I think he just made a run for it at this point. And then you see Theo and Bella laughing it up on the dance floor, and Terry's over there watching them. And this is when um, Bella walks over to Terry, and Kwame walks over as well. And he goes to Bella, Yo, I'm going to go chill in your room. I got a headache. And she's like, yeah, cool, no problem. Go in there. And then Bella asks Terry, she sees her face, and she's like, what's wrong? Because you're obviously giving me a weird look. And um, it's at this point that Theo walks over, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to go have a smoke. Anybody want to join? And Terry just kind of loudly bursts in, and she's like, no, we're not smokers. She vapes because it's safer. So, you know, get your ass out of here, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, And... um, Bella asks, Bella asks Terry, she's like, do you want me to ask Theo to leave? And Terry's like, no, that's not necessary as long as you trust her. And do you trust her? And Bella kind of questions like, well, why wouldn't I? And Terry brings up the fact that, you know, things have happened in the past and she's an untrustworthy person. She framed a black man for something he never did. And so, you know, Terry asks if Theo has even brought up what happened in school to Arabella and Arabella says no she hasn't and so you know Terry's like well why is she in our yard why is she consuming the vibes why is she eating our food and Bella's like hold on a minute she paid for that food mm-hmm. so she might as well be here to enjoy it with us bloop okay all right bloop. so it's like look that's, you ain't paid for your food say, for your party but that's why y'all say she paid for the food or did did uh, that's why y'all say to, um uh Theo paid for the food just from that line? No, no, no. Like I, you see the scene where she's handing. She gave her, her the, the money and happy in happy animals, and then yeah, Bella's but her. that was that was her referral bonus that she shared with um, Bella. But it's not. But did she for say the purpose in that scene, of the party? She said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna I'm leave it alone because I, <laughs> I clearly missed it. Okay, okay, continue. Sorry, no, that's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just floored that um, um, Theo c- 
contributed like she she came in in the clutch if she didn't if she didn't insist the money then there'd be no oh, party there'd, there'd be, be no, no party. party and and how about this maybe um maybe bella called theo after that grocery store incident to say hey you know do you know of, of a way i can make some quick dollars and maybe that's how that whole thing came about she did yeah she did that's what happened <laughs> Okay, let me not slow up this thing. Go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's no, it's like all this. good. It's all good. So, but then she but says yeah. something interesting here. Terry says, mm-hmm. "Why is Theo being so supportive? What is mm-hmm. she hiding?" Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's all Terry's own guilty conscience, and she's also telling on herself. Absolutely. Why is she being so supportive? What is she hiding, bitch? Why are you being supportive? What we we just found out what you hiding. <laughs> Cause she out here doing the most mm-hmm. and it's and, a lot of guilt and it's like you have no character and no morals you know you know pretty fierce and bad character okay mm. listen you have no character because people don't do things because they're hiding something people who are decent human beings do things out of the kindness of their heart absolutely such a trap. Terry oh always God. has an agenda. Trifling so. ass. <laughs> trifling ass. Anyway. Trifling Terry. Just so the ladies go dance. Mm-hmm. They're like, whatever. And Terry's like, whatever. Just watch your back and be careful with Theo. Then we cut to Kwame. He's chilling in Arabella's room. And he is now having flashbacks mm-hmm. of the night that he was assaulted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he begins to check his phone. And we see him kind of scroll through. And he lands on a name, Damon. So he clicks it um, and calls the number. And we see that Damon is the guy who he brought with him. By Curious Dude. All right. By Curious Dude comes through. Has a name. um, Yes, Mr. Damon. He states that he was just thinking of Kwame. And you kind of see Kwame perk up. And it's like, all right, so what's up? And he was like, you know, he wanted to apologize to Kwame for disappearing the other day. And that he also wanted to thank him. Because we find out that he has met someone and he doesn't give a damn. He's, you know, being openly gay about it. He doesn't care about the stigma. Um, But this is obviously very crushing to Kwame because it appears that, you know, Kwame really liked the guy. And um, that is unfortunate. And I don't even know if he says bye to him. It just appears that he just hangs up the phone. Well, no, 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 no. He's at one point Kwame has another flash to Damon yeah. leaving when he was at the scene with was it hot guy was it what's the name of the guy 808 Hung, hungry man 808? hungry what hungry it? yes whatever. I don't remember what it was um so he horny man 808 yeah horny man 808 so he flashes back to him leaving and then he had like a weird look and I told you and listen Gwen predictions I'm gonna keep my predictions in episode 5 at the end of it, because it was a long episode, I acknowledge. But episode five, we talked about displaced anger. And so I still wonder, is Kwame going to get to a point where he's mad at Damon? Because he has no recourse from the police. You know, at this point, he really hasn't told anyone. And now Damon got the, the nerve to have the man. Okay? So I went through all that mm-hmm. for nothing. And it was for mm-hmm. him, because he, he did it. He went to go see Horny Man 808. Because of Damon or Damon, whatever, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna really, you gonna blacken the name of Damon? Yeah. 
You know, I went to, I went to school. I was a guy named Damone. What? I don't know what happened to Damone. You were a nice guy. Yes, Damone. But yeah, listen on Damon. Yeah. So um, okay. So then after that is Jamal Light Skin Boo, who's um Egyptian, who looks black, yeah. which is not mutually exclusive. Okay, Egyptian and Ecuadorian. What is it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Ecuadorian. Yes. Um. He asks Arabella for the bathroom, the toilet, and she tells him it's the first door on the left, which it's not. Sneaky little devil. And she takes him to the boudoir, to the bedroom. And Jamal goes in and she locks him in with the key from the outside. Is that a thing? I have no idea, but it doesn't seem safe. No, (laughs) not at all. Yeah, it was like. Or you know what? Maybe maybe she had it because she was like, if the party gets too crazy, maybe she wants to lock her bedroom door. So that's why she. Oh, okay. Key outside. So now that fair, fair, fair. Yeah. But hold on. But if you when you have a key from the outside, you can still open it from the inside. He couldn't. couldn't. Yeah, that was a weird part. Oh well, you know what? When you're sharing rooms in these flats, maybe you do. But why can't you open it from the inside? From the inside, that's, that's weird. the problem. Yeah, that's weird. That is very weird. That's a fire hazard. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. But Jamal comes but, uh, in, and Kwame yeah. looks terrified. To like me, he's, he's gonna shit his pants. It was yeah. bad. I thought he was gonna have a panic attack or something. Well, let's come back to that. So okay. then they're back in the living room. More hotepery about climate change. <laughs> Go ahead with this climate change bullshit conversation. You want to take this one, Jay? About the climate change. I'm trying to remember. When did they talk about... Oh, this is in the kitchen again? In the living room. Uh, living room, yeah. Yeah. Um, you you take it, to um, Trinity, because I can't remember. All right. Um. All right. So everybody's in the living room, and uh, she's getting berated again by everybody. And she, I know she turns to Theo, and she's like, "Yo, back me up." And Theo kind of like definitely is like, "This is not a battle that I need to be jumping into." So she kind of just hangs back and is like, "Nah, you got this." Um, and then the friend brings up um, the fact that these uh, climate change activists love looking into the future to solve problems but they never look into the past mm. and that's because normally white people were the issue of fucking up the past to begin with mm-hmm. so i thought that was a good point even though very hotepish. um and then the gentleman states that it's the same manipulative and sociopathic mind mm-hmm. that they use to invade and colonize all but 22 countries in the world mm-hmm. so i was like well that's kind of a good point too, but I what mean, can you do? Yeah, he listen. He's speaking some facts. I'm not saying he mm-hmm. not. You know, he said a few little facts in there. Yeah, you should. But he's got some facts. Um, and then he goes on and he says that it doesn't matter what it looks like, be it Jesus, climate change, sports. It's all about having a path to power and influence. And then another girl chimes in and she's like, "And money, right?" And then that brings up the point where you know bella mentions she's like well they're not getting paid for these posts Mm -hmm. and then you know the friend reminds her that she needs to be you know more aware of when she's being exploited because every one of her posts that gives them exposure and the exposure gives them more followers more followers gives them more power more power gives them more money Mm-hmm. And so the the camera kind of cuts to Theo and you see her looking around when you hear the money part and you see her kind of like darting her eyes back and forth and you're like, hmm, 
what's right. going on here. But I'm gonna say he he said a word. The one the one part of this whole scene is that Bella doesn't recognize mm-hmm. when she's being exploited. Mm-hmm. Truer words have not been spoken. Forget what is this? What's this called? Vegetable animals? Whatever it's called? Happy animals? Happy animals? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, vegetable animals. <laughs> vegetable animals. <laughs> what? But, but forget this because the biggest person exploiting her is trifling Terry. So. Mm-hmm. Terry, man. Terry's the worst. And she's sitting over there in the corner as well. Um, and then he also says to her that Bella's involvement with this business helps the company gain the attention of us. And by us, you know, he means black people, minorities, which is also true. Yeah. And Theo looks very guilty. She's sitting there looking guilty as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think now is when we cut to Theo and Bella in one of the rooms in that apartment mm-hmm. and they're you know talking and this is where you know Theo breaks it to Bella that she not only gets the referral fee but she also gets a bonus fee I guess for Bella agreeing to do all of this extra content and um, for it being a person of color yeah yeah it wasn't it that wasn't for the extra content point. it wasn't she doesn't get the bonus for that she gets the she gets her a higher bonus because she's a person of color. It's a so, black bonus? Yes, it's mm-hmm. a black bonus. So she gets the black bonus. <laughs> and she says, you know, the dude was right. And she apologized mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. says she should have told her, you know, but she herself needed the cash really badly. And Bella had told her that she needed the cash really badly too. Yeah, and then I think it's after that confession that then Bella feels the need to confess to her that you know, she was the one that snitched on her back in the day at school well, and revealed to the, to the headmasters. Since we all being honest now about... I mean, we might as well just air it out, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so she apologizes for that. And I think um, that's when they talk about, like, you know, the fact that they kind of wish that they got to know each other better. And then Theo mentions that she, you know, she's not going to go back to happy animals anymore. I guess she feels so guilty that she's like, you know what, I'm just not even going to bother um work in there anymore but bella you know dissuades her from that and says oh don't 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 just quit just yet she kind of has a plan and then they get up to leave and then you realize that they're sitting in ben's room like ben's been there the entire party and been chilling in his room on his laptop poor ben, poor ben. It's like god damn it what's wrong with ben why can't ben come party yo i can't <laughs> I mean, this guy, he's he's endured strangers in the hallway, mm-hmm. all sorts of mess. We got to hear Ben's story one day. I hope they have Ben really talk in one episode. We'll see. I don't mm-hmm. know, though. So um, the, yeah, go ahead, Jay. So Yeah, so the next scene is um, Terry and Kwame sitting in the bathtub. It's not full. They're just, you know, using it as like a couch. So they're... Um, sitting in the bathtub talking. Mm-mm. That didn't happen yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, Terry um, break, busts into the room. Yeah. And she's like, where's Kwame? And Bella's like, oh, oh. I locked him in the room with Jamal. And she's like, he's on a break. So she goes and she frees Kwame from mm-hmm. this dreadful situation. And then, yes, to your point, they link up in, in the bathroom. But hold on. Didn't you guys notice when Jamal came out, he looked like something was wrong. Yeah, he ran out of there. Like, he just got ahead and he wasn't supposed to. So I was like, well, what happened between the two of them in that room? Because Mm -hmm. Jamal looked pissed. 
Well, if you were feeling somebody, I mean, I think you have to be a guy to feel this way, but I feel like if a guy's feeling somebody and he's like, all right, now's my chance. We're locked together. Maybe I could talk to this person, get to know them. And they look frightened like I'm about to kill them. Wouldn't you want to be like, get me out of this situation too? True. Because he said, you want me to open a window? And then um, Kwame still looked shook. So Yeah, he's like running away from him. Like, don't get too close to me. It's like, yo, this dude's not going to hurt you. Obviously, you know, it's just his trauma reacting, making him react this way. But, you know, you don't know if he Jamal seems him. like a nice guy. He's I, like, I, I don't trust nobody. You know this already. I know. This is, I know. But I just feel like, okay, did something happen and we don't get Like, why was Jamal looking crazy? Like, I thought Kwame would have been the one coming out of there, like, looking like a deer in the headlights. Jamal came out there looking like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really odd. So I'm like, what happened in there? Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or did but Jamal it seems really like nothing. Maybe he really needs to He really wanted to get when? to know this dude. Maybe Jamal just really needed to pee. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. It could be could be that too. Something I felt like that was weird. I said something. Hmm. He looked more scared than Kwame. How is that possible? So. I mean, I don't know. I've been in situations where I've been around somebody that clearly did not want to be around people. And it made me almost have a panic attack. I'm like, yo, let me get away from you because you're stressing me out by just your demeanor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think mm-hmm. it, it it could be that. But he's just like, you know what? I'm done with this dude. He's weird and I want to get out of here. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Because I feel like if something had happened that Kwame, to, you know, Jay's point, Kwame was like confessing everything to Terry, he would have said something. Like, can you believe this dude tried to push up on me or whatever? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like that was the case. Look, they tried to fit in a lot in the 30 minutes, so maybe we didn't get to it oh. yet. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. But, you know, they're in the bathroom. They start talking. So, the only the one th- thing I question, mm-hmm. Terry seems to know that he's on a break. But does mm-hmm. she know what? I thought, I, at that moment, I thought, does she know what happened? Because when she heard that, Bella had locked him in the room. She's like, oh, he's on a break. No, no, no. And so I felt like, oh, maybe she does know. But then when they're talking in the bathtub, it seems like that's when he tells her. So that was a little bit confusing to me. I said, well, she's being so protective now. Does she know? But then it's like she didn't really know because he didn't tell her until he was in the bathtub. I don't know if all of her anger was because of the fact that he was on a break. I think it was because she walked in on Bella and Theo having a moment. Mm. And I think that heightened up her her rage. So she's like, he's on a break. But it's, you know, displacement once once again. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. And so Kwame tells her in the bathroom, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he tells her that that he reported it. And that was probably like the worst decision because nothing came of it. But then she's, like, egging him on, like, you need to tell Bella, you need to tell her, like, why should you be suffering alone when you have somebody who's been through what you've been through, which is a good piece of advice. Uh-huh. She's still a trash-ass human being, but that's a good piece of advice. Uh-huh. Broken clocks right twice a day, so, yep. Mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. By the way, um, uh, in the in the bedroom, in Ben's bedroom, um, mm. Uh, Theo said how she doesn't want to work there anymore. And I, I don't know if that's her sudden guilt about recognizing that Bella was getting used or if if she just genuinely 
didn't want to work there anymore because she's a faker as far as that as far as that whole meat thing goes. Who knows? I think it was the guilt. Once she had to like, you know, confess to Bella, like, hey, I'm getting extra, extra money because you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, you know what? Just find something else. I appreciate um Bella as a person because when Terry brought to her attention, oh, did you even tell um um Theo it was you? Terry probably tried to diminish Bella with that, but instead she um, made Bella aware of something that she could fix. And what did mm. Bella do be- being a, a decent human being? She attempted to fix it. Yeah. So um, she told she told Theo, so? hey Theo, you know what? It was me years ago. She only told her in that moment, like I said, since we tell the truth now, since Theo's the one who was like, listen, yes, I did recruit you because you're black. I did get extra money because you're black. Well, I was like, okay, well, since we put it all on the table, well, mm, all right, you think you screwed me over? Well, yeah, I screwed you over too in high school. Hey, let bygones be bygones. All right. Well, that works. All right. So after the scene with uh, Terry and Kwame, party's done. Everybody got to get out. Well, hold Go on, hold home. on, hold on. He says something interesting, though. She's in encouraging the in the bathtub. Terry's encouraging Kwame to tell Bella. And he says it's hard because she's always on social media. You know, it's hard to like connect with her these days. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very that telling because you would think it should be a no brainer. He really should be able to tell Bella first because they've both been through something similar. But because everything blew up with Zane, AKA Indian babysitter, she now has become a low-key social media star, so it's hard for him to get that time and that attention from her. And so she's like, no, she'll be... So Terry does insist, you know, Arabella will be good for you to talk to, and then Kwame says he will tell her tomorrow, he promises, and then they should go help Arabella clean up. Mm-hmm. I mean, to that point, look, he had a chance to tell her right after it happened when he called her, and he didn't. But I think that was too fresh. Mm-hmm. It was fresh. That was too but fresh. And he had time after that before, you know, she got raped again. But before, you know, she got um, before the summit and everything blew up and she became, like you said, a little social media superstar. So he had time to tell her. Well, he was just going through his own so stuff. So him saying that, okay, then that's, that's fine and that's justified. But, you know, he can't now say that because she's burying herself in social media because it's something to distract her. He can't blame that on, you know, well, she's just too busy for me or something like that. I don't think that that's fair. I agree. I agree. I agree. And so then we see Theo and Bella hug. Everybody else starts cleaning up the apartment. And then I think we cut to like the last scene. <laughs> yes. With, uh, they're back at Happy Animals. You won't run with that, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> I love this part. This that's where she's um, in front of the camera. In this in this case, it looks like it's Facebook Live or Instagram Live or whatever. And mm-hmm. she starts uh, instead of her reading a script, she says something like, um, "You know, she she this isn't her real hair." Um, and she takes off her wig and she's like, and I really love chicken. And she goes in the, the vegan canvas bag that they gave her and takes out a chicken box and begins to eat the chicken box 
on live um, streaming and you hear whoever is behind the camera say cut or oh my gosh or something like that. And I'm like, get it, Bella. And you see all these thumbs up for people liking the post. Hilarious. So that's so why funny. she told um, Theo, come into work tomorrow because mm-hmm. we're not finished yet. There's there's still more. Like, let's let's get this last bit of money. And now I want chicken. Fried chicken. I wanted some fried chicken, too, after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think anything. I was like, yeah, she's, she's wild. Well, she's um, and then you saw all the social media numbers going up. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it worked, right? Um, climate Once crisis again. is real. My hair is not. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I... I don't know. My sister and I talked about this a little bit, and she's like, you know, Arabella's friends are awful. <laughs> and she's like, they don't believe in climate change. They're awful people. But what's, what's the um the friend that was in the green monkey in the jungle shirt? Was he saying that he, he you know, he's challenging the, the climate theory or or the climate science? Was he challenging that or was he just saying he wants to feel more comfortable um, <laughs> um, abusing whatever pollution uh, opportunity he has and let everybody else um, carry the torch in in um, conserving until he's had his chance, just like the white man has had their chance earlier on. He didn't talk about other people doing it and then abuse. He didn't say any of that. All he said, you know, they're full of shit. They look at the past. They don't look at the present. Then they want to come around and tell you what to do. They want power. That's that's all he said. He really wasn't. He didn't seem to have any interest in the issue. When he said the um, the white man wants to cut the black man's neck off when he just starts to chew, that's how I like filled in all the blanks and came up with a whole story of oh, it's when. He's finally getting his chance that now it's a problem. That doesn't even make any sense. And honestly, it makes no sense. If you buy a less expensive car, no one's taking money from you. Your, your neck is getting cut. You have more money in your fucking bank account. Let's keep it real. Like, people be saying some asinine shit. Like, I'm gonna be like, for real. Like, black people will do anything for fucking consumerism. And I, yes, I understand it comes from a place of not having anything. And so you over index on it. I totally understand that. But, like, come on, that's a bullshit argument. He's cutting my throat. Not buying a Mercedes and buying a Prius is not cutting your throat. You just saved yourself money. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but you know, I don't. It's status. I, it's. Yeah, it's just you. Know, you want the status. You want to feel like you know you 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 know you're doing big things. Blah blah. blah. I I get it, and I'm not knocking. Okay, I am knocking. Yeah, I am. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Yeah, I am knocking. Yeah, and I think we get caught up in the wrong things, and it's like, yo, a car is not an investment. A car is a liability. It depreciates twenty percent when you drive it off the lot. So let us be smarter about how we're using our money and what wealth looks like and what do we think builds us up and what do we think is important. I think we, it's not a conversation we have enough because we idolize entertainers and celebrities who are part of the consumerism culture. But I really think as black people, if you're being smart, you shouldn't judge and and feel like your worth is tied 
to consumerism Mm -hmm. and this is going to be our downfall yeah we might be coming up behind everyone but as soon as we get money in our hand we have a hole in our pocket and we have to spend it yeah that's true yeah you're preaching to the choir here that's real so you know you see the white millionaires whatever not they're in the subway they're wearing you know a hoodie and mark zuckerberg you know you, you can't tell they're not looking like anything special but if you black you need to have on a fur coat and you need to have on Gucci this, and you have to have that, and blah, blah, blah. You know, you do all, you have to have the drip. And if we take it to civil rights, I believe Malcolm X at one point was like, listen, he had to dress nicely because black people are not going to take you seriously if you're not, you know, looking nice like and driving a nice car and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, and true. we've talked about, Trinity, we've talked about, I think we've talked about, I know I talked about with Slim, that, you know, the pastors who have, jets and all the money and all the stuff and the congregation is giving it to them and i'm like i don't know how black people can feel comfortable with these superstar super rich preachers mega church mm-hmm. preachers yep exactly i don't believe in that i don't believe in that at all none of us should yeah but none of us should. there it's is so that wasteful. subset that just eats it up you know they don't see it as an issue they see it as you know a level to attain and that's just, like you said, it's just not the right mindset for us to properly advance as a community. So, I, I mean, the argument of the climateers, okay, I'm not saying that everyone's vegan. have a piece of beef on the table right here next to me as I'm recording this. So I'm not saying that, <laughs> okay? <laughs> but is climate change a problem? Absolutely. Is anything wrong with veganism? No, I think it's something to aspire to. Is it for everybody? No, but should, should we be trying to do it? Probably we should be. But for us to say like, okay, well, I have a Mercedes. Why should I get an electric car? Like, well, probably it's not that bad. And, you know, a Mercedes, is it's not even good to have. Like, you're also supporting, like, honestly, an oppressive regime, honestly, with the Mercedes too, if I want to say that, that's true. You are. Or the legacy of an oppressive yes. regime. You are. You're, su- you're supporting the legacy of an oppressive regime. And I know Jewish people told me shit up they would never buy a Mercedes because they've seen, like, the stuff with Hitler next to it. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. real. So, like, you know, I'm supposed to be like, yeah, 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 brother. Get your Mercedes. <laughs> like, I would never. I, w- I would never. And you're wearing a shirt that says Monkey in the Jungle. It's an idiot. There was even a time that he he um he pulled at his shirt. He did, and I I wondered like what if that was if that was by design. It's supposed to be tongue in cheek, I think. Right? I think it's supposed to be provocative, but also probably like that dark humor, like like joking, like ha ha ha. It says I'm a monkey in the jungle, and I do think that Brits do have a different sense of humor where certain things will not go over in the U.S. That will go over in the the U.K. or in, in Europe. That monkey in the jungle shit would never go over here. So it just, it just wouldn't. It's I would not smack cool. somebody in the face, one of my friends, if they showed up to a party dressed with that shirt on. Yeah. It's not. But yeah, there it was just like, whatever. They're full of shit. I've already told the story about me being in Spain and walking down the street mm-hmm. and Spaniards making monkey noises. And, you, and also in Europe, you see the soccer games yeah, when the, the black players are there the yeah when the bananas. black players on the floor they throw bananas they make monkey they, i don't you don't see that much in america like you see it in europe in europe that's a big thing they're calling black people monkeys and things like that mm-hmm. 
So that's and not even to like low level black footballers to like the highest tier black footballers. They're doing that too. Even if they're on their own team, they're doing it, which is insane. It's like, this is the person scoring your goals and this is your overt racism is wild. But yeah, mm-hmm. to your point, it's a, the racism's a different beast over there. Yeah. Yeah. The little African hotep. I wasn't really <laughs> into him and you know, for black people to cry like, oh, they want to take my Mercedes now that I have it. I'm like, mm, I don't cry for me, Argentina. I don't personally feel like that's that big deal. Mm-hmm. We had bigger fish to fry, you know, uh, just just to me. Like Terry. <laughs> Girl. Like Terry, just, just a bunch of stuff in the community. Back to Marcus and Ryan from last episode. Mm-hmm. Like, who raised Ryan to be like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you raise your son and he came out like that, I think you have a problem. Mm. He shouldn't think it's acceptable to treat a girl like that. And to them, what is that nature or nurture? Nurture. Is that who raised him or who he hangs out with? Listen, you can hang out in front on your friends, but I expect you to be a simp ass nigga when you're with the girl. Okay. I want you to be a simp. Okay. All right. So you can talk it big to your friends, but you better be a simp like he was in those text messages. <laughs> Whatever. But those text messages were just manipulation, right? He, yeah, he's learned how to manipulate just like she did. Yeah. So she was ready to say, I love you, but we're getting back into episode six. I know. But yeah. I know. But just to show, ugh, I believe children are our future, but that child had problems. So we have, we have bigger. Who raised Terry? Why is Terry this bitter fucking bitch? Why, why is she missing, um, skipping out on four auditions? Didn't even um, audition four times and say, and I, and I hit the, I, I did, I did pool. She, and I, no, she said, and I skipped out on four auditions. How how are you boasting about skipping out on them? Like you didn't even do them. So that's so. This is a carryover from her skipping out on Terry at the eleventh hour. But if you're too afraid, you have stage fright. Then you're doesn't the this mean business. that you should try a different career? <laughs> that this ain't for you. One would think. But she wants the spotlight. She craves the attention but can't handle it once it's actually on her. Unless it's a you know threesome with two Italians. She's yeah. just unloved. She couldn't even handle it there. She didn't even, to Jay's point during that episode, she didn't even have fun. True, mm-hmm. she didn't. That's true. She did it for clout. That's true. She did exactly. it for clout. And somebody else would be like, um, would maybe direct. So so if, they, if the two of them want her, then the two of them are going to have her her way. Nope. She just took whatever they gave them, which whatever they gave her, which was um, two pumps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two pumps a piece. Yeah. yeah. We see a lot of two pumpers on this show. Them, <laughs> Ryan, Jesus. There's no good sex on this show. All the None. Show. All the Zane. Sex. Yeah. The only thing you could see like a glimpse when she had that daydream about Millie Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <sighs> it's. But this is millennial life, isn't it? This is. It is. I think it's also showing us, though, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, I do think it's also showing us that all of this, we have a lack of connection, like real connection between people. It's, you just care about being on the phone, social media, and clout. But there's really a lack of 
building relationship and closeness. There's no romance. There's no nothing. It's just, it's fucked up. Like, ugh. you know, looking at this, the millennial dating scene, everything is fucked up. It's not cute. Mm-mm-mm. This is true. The grinders and the random hookups. Yeah. It lacks integrity, for lack of a better word. I don't know if that's the right one, but yeah. It, it still doesn't even make any sense why Zane and Arabella even hooked up in the first place. They didn't even seem like they liked each other, were talking, it didn't seem like anything. Suddenly she's like, okay, well, we should have sex. Why? Mm-hmm. Based on what? You weren't even vibing. She was trying to fill a hole, and he was trying to fill a hole, so. They were trying to fill <laughs> that was a bad joke, but. <laughs> they were trying to fill different holes, though. Mm-mm-mm. It's, I just. It's kind of, it's, you know, it does show that it's kind of sad, right? Mm. You know, I wonder with COVID, are people, are y'all, are y'all really risking your lives right now in COVID, hooking up? So many people are. They're hooking I up? would be <laughs> frightened. So many people are still doing it. It's insane. People are hooking up in COVID? Yes. Random hookups in COVID. Yes. Do you wear When you say hookups, you mean like hookups like this TV show hookups or having a quarantine bay? Like the quarantine bay is not a hookup. Random hookups, yeah. Quarantine, quarantine bay is not bay. a hookup. That's oh, a bay. Okay. That's not a hookup. Okay. So what do you have a mask on? No. Did you see any info like about what was going down July Fourth weekend all over the country and here in the Northeast? I, I mean, Hampton, not related Fire to hookups. Island. Like people were hooking up, no mask. No, I didn't hear anything life. about any. I didn't like, anything about it this. It was pre-COVID. It's insane. So yeah, they're hooking bad. up. People still in COVID. It. Yes, as if it doesn't exist. Because if you don't look sick, then you're fine. In their fucked up reality. In COVID. Yeah, it's bad. In still. COVID. In coronavirus. <laughs> it's not real if you don't think it is. Apparently. I'm surprised that you're surprised, Gwen. Because, I mean, men can only go for so long without sex. And the younger, the shorter the the, the span. Men can go forever without sex. Men just choose not to want to. They Mm -hmm. just want to sling it around. But they can if they needed to. Well, I just... I've taken COVID very seriously, so I can't relate. I feel you on that. And... I I need vaccines to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've just taken it so seriously that because, I mean, they found that COVID after you have it, it like stays in your blood. It stays in your sperm. Are you kidding me? I mean, real talk. So like dating, I mean, not to derail, but I'm derailing. Dating now, would you feel comfortable just, would you want a guy to have a COVID test? Like, hey, have you tested positive? Absolutely. I need your full STD test and I need a COVID test. Absolutely. You're not touching me. (laughs) I agree. Like, but some people won't care. Like, I need to know. Yeah. I for real need to see your COVID antibodies. Yeah, plus STD tests. Like, this is a new thing. For some of us, and for others, it won't be, unfortunately. Okay, so so what if someone had tested positive? Would you date them? Well, I mean, they're only positive for COVID for two weeks, right? After that, that's it. Yeah, but if I'm saying had, like, in the past, so they had the antibodies. If I wanted to have children with them? I don't know about that, Glenn. I don't know about that. Because I can't risk it getting to the to the baby. Nah. New York is, listen, girl, New York is, we, we've been in 
well, we used to be the epicenter. Now the rest of the country is. So there's a good chance you might meet someone and he, he had COVID at some point. Gwen, the plan is Canada. Why are you deviating right, from the you're plan? Right, you girl, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You are absolutely we good. Right. True that. So we need to show our COVID test. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Trudeau's going to be like, nah, nah, nah. Y'all need to just hang, lay low for two weeks. True, 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 true. True, the plan is Canada. Because New York, it's going to be hard. I want none of it. None of it. Yeah, the COVID thing is um, people are hooking up. That's, well, be safe, you guys. Isn't it expected? So this is what I would expect. If you, okay, and you guys will be like, I'm fucked up. But I am, and you should know that by now. So look, (laughs) if you really need to hook up, you need to have stringent rules. I remember back in the day, I saw some movie where a man went to a prostitute and she was like, Pretty no kissing. woman. It's pretty um, woman. Okay, sorry, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. No kissing. <laughs> like, yeah. So mask only, no kissing. No, if, oral. Uh, no, no. Back shots only. Yeah, back shots only. There's no missionary. You're not sweating and being on top of me. Nope. From the back, six, six, I'm down. You sit, stay, sit right up, 90 degree angle, okay? We but if you're getting back shots, how do you stop stealthing? These are the problems. Well, how do you stop stealthing? You can't stop stealthing. You you can only just, yeah, it's it's up to, it's up to people being honest. And a mirror, I mean a mirror, so you're watching the whole time. How enjoyable is sex <laughs> if you got to do all that? You can't kiss. You, you're so stressed out that this person is going to pull this condom off. Oh my gosh. Just don't bother. What's left? What is left, Lord? I mean, I, I, Masturbation. I mean a female condom then? <laughs> a female condom? I guess so. That's not so easy to take out. Look, this oh, is God. the struggle right here. Struggle is just getting realer and realer. So, because uh, I said you're worried about the stealth thing. <laughs> Jesus. Well, listen, <laughs> do you, so what are we risking? Well, this, now we have hard choices. Are we risking stealthing or are we risking COVID? Or are we risking celibacy? There are three choices here. I know, but well, we're talking well, about... Well, celibacy is out. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the We're talking about the hookup. <laughs> We're talking about the hookup, though. So it's like, how do you do a hookup right now? It's no kissing, mask, like no touching your face, nothing. Nope. You know, thinking you're putting your finger in my mouth. Nope. 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 Can we mm-hmm. date and find like a uh, uh, somebody? Because when you say hookup, I'm thinking uh, like Kwame. He's just finding people on Grinder and they have they smashing. Can we just can can people just date and then have sex eventually? Cause look, COVID COVID started back in March. If someone were to just meet before the quarantine, now now is you know according to Steve Harvey, <laughs> long past that that uh that cutoff time that thirty days. Remember how he said, "Oh, don't have sex with." I'm not taking medical oh, advice shit. from Steve Harvey. Okay. No, not medical. Not but remember how in the whole act like a lady, think like a man. He's like, oh, don't have sex with the, with the guy you're it's, seeing. I think it was 90 months. days. Yeah. Oh, it was 90 days. Yeah. That's enough time to get married. Hello, three months, 90 days. Am I missing something? <laughs> 90 day fiance. <laughs> 90 day fiance. I mean, well, okay, but the, no, listen. Hookup is, so that dating is not the same thing as hooking up. Hooking up is literally that. You're just hooking up. That's that. 
you know, yeah, some so people... for, for COVID, I, like, like where you're asking about, um, how to do it, how, how to do it, if to do it at all. And I'm, I'm thinking no kissing, um, doggy style back shots only does not sound f- fun to me. So why not just date somebody and then have sex when you feel comfortable, like the old fashioned way? Because people don't do that and they don't even know what that means. So they want to get their rocks off. The culture is hiccup culture. So trying to give people advice as how to make that work. I guess, yes, your point. It's just back shots. Spermicide? Does that still exist? I feel super old because I feel like nobody in Gen Z knows what that is. Where do you even get spermicide? I have no idea. The sperm is not the issue. It's the COVID. So, but the COVID's um, in the sperm. COVID's in the sperm. But the whole thing, like, once you have a condom on, what, like, and they stealth you. At least you have the sperm inside to, like, you know, be uh, that extra layer of defense for the sperm. Kill uh, that. It's too much thought going into this hookup. It is. <laughs> it's no longer. Well, they're not thinking. But if you insist, like, just Ryan and Theo in, you know, the construction place against <laughs> the wall, and that's yeah. it. No kissing. Mm. No nothing. Or if you want to paint a softer picture, uh, um, Terry and the, the two guys in the bedroom, she's bent over. She probably sucked them off first, but well, we don't know what, over. we don't know what happened. Her face was all kind of glistening, like she had. And homeboy was on laying on the bed, bed, and she was on the bed. She was definitely yeah. I mean, I feel like I guess you can give a COVID blowjob, like I guess with a dental dam. No, you can't give a COVID blowjob. I mean, if they have a condom on, I'm, I'm, I'm missing. Where's the fun coming in? <laughs> there is no fun. There, there is, is no fun. Is no fun. Just masturbate. Are... Just <laughs> masturbate. Done. Like, just exactly. don't even. I, I guess I, I'm just thinking, I mean, I guess you could have a COVID blowjob. I don't, you know, because you can be six feet apart, kind of. Mm-hmm. Just call back that dude who... <laughs> Who says he loves you, but it's like... <laughs> Why? You don't know what he's been doing. It's COVID. You don't know how he's been taking care oh, of himself with COVID. You're right. Why? You are so right. That doesn't help you. So the, the same rules apply. Unless you've been booed up and married or whatever in a relationship and Damn. been together the whole time. Anyone new, you, you're trying to figure out the whole COVID piece. You know, I kid risky. you not. One of my girlfriends was um, was talking about whatever dude. And this is probably like late april may and i'm like look you better hurry up because these guys <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they've they've reached their threshold so if you make your decision if y'all gonna boo up do it otherwise you know he's gonna he's gonna push off to something else so right now you're getting someone who's fully quarantined but once he hit them streets forget it well you hope Facts. he's fully quarantined yeah yeah you don't know what they're doing so yeah, well listen everybody Try to be as safe as you can. Uh, we are proponents of COVID backshots. And I mean, that's all we can think of right now. I say just um, read your Bible. <laughs> read your Bible. <laughs> Boys are not going to be doing that. Guys are not doing that. You're COVID reading your Bible and, and the, guy, the guy you want to be your husband got all the COVID cooties, so. I kid you not. There's some kids who are getting that advice, like when they're struggling, they're like, 
you know what, baby? Just read your Bible. <laughs> that is, my heart goes out to them. So, one time. Back shots and a prayer. That's yeah. it. And a mask. Be smart. And a mask. And, a mask. and, and maybe some gloves. Dang. Sounds like a gloves lot of fun, guys. Gloves Can you imagine weird, somebody but... come in the bedroom, he have a condom on, he got a mask, and he got gloves. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> he scared the shit out of Look, me. Look, I mean, got... pretend that you're playing doctor. I don't know. Okay. I, I could work Role with that. play that shit. I don't know. <sighs> oh, man. But it's a struggle. Hmm. COVID hookups to be continued. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies, this is another long episode. Thank you for joining. Important episode, I May Destroy You, Happy Animals, episode seven. <sighs> Emotional roller coaster. Michaela Cole is amazing, an amazing mm-hmm. writer, a great actress. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to see what the season has in stores. We have five more episodes left. And the wig count is up to 10, I believe. Damn it. There's 11. Without the standard deviation. Okay, hold on. Hold on, you guys. I gotta turn my little page here to tell you. Oh, no, no, no. Wig count is 11. Episode 7, 11, plus or minus 3 for the party. Standard deviation. (laughs) Okay, but the base is 11. 7, 11. Yeah, yeah, we have 11. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for joining. Thanks, Gwen. Of course. And uh, till next time, friends, peace. Peace.